This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making the Podcast Great Again. And this is a crazy episode, and I'm not going to introduce this anymore. Mr. President, Donald J. Trump, thank you for joining us. A huge day today. Um, I'm not going to say exciting news. It's very sad news. A horrific fucking tragedy for the country, for the Republican Party, for freedom for democracy for russian hookers for me for melatonin for my beautiful ivanka who is very upset right now her eyes are very puffy with tears and it's making me really unattracted to her so this is one of the worst i'm gonna i'm gonna say it i'm a good christian but i've got to say it goddamn days of all time it's a disgrace we're gonna beat it okay let's i want the mapigas out there and our patreon patriots to know i'm gonna beat this okay i got turtle mcconnell in the senate who's not gonna let anything bad happen to your tremendous president but tonight at 8:46, okay that's a time that people will now remember as something very tragic happening in american history at 8:46. The terrorists known as Pelosi and Schiff and Nadler, okay? We're going to call them AARP Qaeda. They crashed into the great tower that is Donald Trump's presidency and tried to bring it down. And it is a day we can never forget, okay? I want to I brand that, by the way. Everybody out there who's a Mapiga or a Patreon yep. Patriot, hashtag never forget. I want no one uh, to regret this. I mean, to forget this. There's going to be, believe me, there's going to be people who regret this. We know that. Uh, we are going to really destroy the Democrats by any means, whatever they may be, because when somebody tries to take out your great leader, your great country, it's a great country, and they're trying to weaken it. You have to fight. You have to get your AR-15. You have to get, you know, your hot daughter to comfort you in a time of need and we've got to fight and we're going to fight and we're going to win. That's the thing the Dems don't realize we're going to win and we're going to win. We're going to win so viciously. I can be a nice guy, but we're going to win so viciously. We already know that we've got, you know, BGMP, big gimp, Mike Pence. Remember he's no longer big gay Mike Pence. We've got, he's our secret weapon. Okay. He's already told me he doesn't want to do anything with Pelosi, so we'll have to find a straight gimp to take care of her. But believe me, this is the worst day in the history of the country, but it's only the start of the pain that the fake news, crazy libs, Dems will deal with. So other than I'm feeling very good, as you can tell. We're, we're, we're positive. We're happy. They can't get me down. We're doing tremendous Mr. President, you are on fire right now. I, I you, I can't. Even you know, get a Trump. Word, but you know what? Never forget, Trump. Fire can't Mr. melt. President, I wanted Trump to say, beams. but 
Okay, Mr. Brown. We'll never forget. Jet fuel can't can't burn Trump. Okay, that's it's truther. We're, you got an eight forty six twelve eighteen truther. Okay, eight. Okay. Who? Mr. President. Uh, let me explain. Never that's forget. That's right. I am Mr. That... President, and they're not getting me out of the office. Never. So it's going to fail. Excuse me. But okay, and Mr. first no, of all, Bill, whatever your no, name is, no, you're Mr. doing President, this like you, weird DJ thing. No, Mr. President, listen to me. Okay. Never forget it's from 9-11. Oh. You can't, you can't take that was that was the saying for 9-11, never forget. That's that was like the catchphrase that went along with 9-11. Never forget. You can't use never forget on your day of impeachment. Well, no, I, I think if you remember the catchphrase, it's a while ago, and you may be a little younger than me. The catchphrase from 9-11 was, did I do that? <laughs> no, no, no that, that was not it. Well, no, that was, okay? It was, you know, a very famous catchphrase. No. And the fact is, we're taking never forget because I am telling you, there has never been a worse moment in this great country's history than what happened at 8.46 today. So at 8.46, our innocence was shattered. Terrorists tried to take what is ours. We're not going to let them do it. We're going to fight back, okay, with shock and awe. Okay, I'm also making that up. We are going to combat the Dems with shock and awe, possibly even enhanced interrogation tactics. So you think 8.46... We're going to waterboard them. Okay, 8.46 is going to go down in American history as a time. When you say 8.46, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, uh, Trump's impeachment. Like that's Well, you already, look, you already just did it. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> you're questioning me, and then you do it. So I think the proof is right there. I'm doing Hashtag it. never forget. We already got a podcast title. Hashtag never forget. I don't care what you think should be a title. You're a new tech stuff guy. You're probably a Lib Dem. That's okay. We're going to take care of you too. Maybe Pence will visit you first. It's Pulp Fiction. I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's a great you, film. You can't use Never Forget. For well, I just did. Stop using it. You're going to look really bad. You know who looks bad? Ew. The people who caused the terrible incident that has me saying never forget. They're the real villains. Never forget is the catchphrase, is the slogan, it's the hashtag for our movement. It was MAGA, and now it's never forget. So you're telling the listeners for your support to tweet something at you and supporting you, hashtag never forget. And we'll you make it the title of the episode with the hash. Just to remind them even more, because today is one of the worst. I honestly think it's the worst day. I don't think any president has ever been treated this poorly. So, you know, so an assassination of, of JFK and Lincoln, you think this day is worse than their assassination? Let me ask you a question. What's yes. worse? What's okay. worse? Okay. <laughs> a so bullet scared. in the head, bullet <laughs> in the head, which is, of course, very bad, or being tortured and raped and molested and drugged and watching your family murdered in front of you, what's worse? What do you? What would you prefer if those are your only two options? Well, I'd prefer a bullet in the head. But it, well, dead. there you go. So you take the Lincoln path, and what I just described is basically what the, the Dems are doing to, to Trump. You're not getting raped. 
they might as well be. Everything they couldn't said, because I'm too big and tough. They could never actually do it, but they are trying to emotionally murder and rape my family and me. No, they're not. That is exactly what it's called. They no. say impeachment, but the truth is Emotional impeachment rape. really means tremendous rape. <laughs> Believe me, I've impeached quite a few people in my life. I know it. I don't think you really know what the word impeachment means then. So no, do you think that's why you're being... You really, because you're a tech stuff guy, you've never had this pressure. There's nobody coming for you. You're getting to do a podcast. The agency sent you for this one. So you get the, the big one, the historic impeachment where everybody's going to want to hear my reaction. And obviously, as you know, I, I get very calm, very calm. You know, they want me to be upset. They want me to be very angry, but I've been nothing but very calm on this episode because I know that once it gets to the Senate, we will win and then we will have our revenge on every single dem. So... Except for Tulsi Gabbard. She voted present because I think she wants to get fucked. <laughs> so 846. Never forget. <laughs> I, I, I don't think... You know, Bruce Springsteen had the big album after, after 9-11. You know, The Rising. You know, a lot of songs about stuff, you know towns and sad things whatever it was i don't really listen to his music okay. but i think i'm gonna have kid rock do a tribute album to raise money for for all the damage that the dems have done mr president you were peached it's going to be called black black wednesday but black. with no blacks that's going to be the title of the album. It's a, long, it's a long, complicated title. It's really not that complicated. Black Wednesday without the blacks. First track, never forget. <laughs> Second track, BGMP. What's the next track? Ivanka's tits. Because there's got to be a comfort song in there. You know, you've got to heal now that we've... We've dealt with the pain. Now we have to start the healing process. So, you know, we we allow the motherly bosom of Ivanka Trump to heal us emotionally, to pacify us, and to bring us to a new climax, a new greater climax of America. I just don't think, I think a lot of your supporters are very patriotic and a lot of them are military. I don't think they're going to enjoy hashtag never forget for your impeachment. I'm telling you, Mr. President, it's not a good idea. Okay. What do you know about my supporters? Well, I know that a lot. Let me explain something to you. Can we go off? Military. We haven't been, excuse me. You we were at been the Army the Navy record. game and you got to. You, you excuse gotta, me. Yeah. Excuse me. Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought it couldn't get worse than this terrible impeachment. And now I have a tech stuff guy disrespecting me, which feels like an additional emotional rape. A second impeachment. And now I forgot what I was going to say. And I have one of, as you know, one of the great, maybe the great memory of, of all time. And, uh, but I was going to say, 
What were you talking about? Something stupid. Um, I was going to ask you if your wife has been supportive of this whole situation. Oh, Melania, your wife. You know what? She understands that in times like this, it's most important that I get Ivanka near near me, surrounding me, embracing me. So, you know, there's that. So Ivanka isn't around? Is that what you're trying to tell me? She's, I mean, that's, it's very strange that Ivanka is not around. Sorry, there was a, a little bit of te technical difficulty. I had to uh, instruct Melania that her impeachment I, I just, ball I was, saying, was uh, I was just saying, I tactics don't, were not good. I just don't understand why Melania is not around and only Ivanka's around. Melania should be the the, the, the first lady should be around being well, supported. Melania said be best. Okay, we all know that. That's her great slogan. Be best. Well, when I need to get off, Ivanka is best. <laughs> Have you ever been on a team where like you want to take the last shot or score the winning goal, but you know there's a guy on your team who does better? So you got to pass it to that person. Right. Well, that's what she was doing. She was being best by saying whatever language she speaks, I'll leave while Ivanka takes care of you. She's a great daughter, a great lady, one of our great people. And, you know, there's nobody I'd rather be in this time. You know what? Just so you can calm down, Mr. President, we could always come back to the impeachment and talk about, like, something else real quick. And I just wanted to mention... Uh, well, I, I'm actually, as you can tell, and as the listeners obviously know, I am extremely calm. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, they think I'm, I'm fully aware that I'm, you know, who cares about impeachment? You know, I still get tons of great pussy. I have billions of dollars. I have great businesses and the country is doing better than ever. So they can call it an impeachment. They can call it a fucking dick in the ass if they want. It's not happening. I'm not being removed. There's going to be a lot of pain. So I, as you can see, as you can tell, I am basically the most calm that anybody's ever been. Well, then the, what do you think of uh, time person of the year? That piece of shit. <laughs> How can you call a 16-year-old girl a piece of shit who's trying to save the world? Well, she's an angry little turd. I call her, I call her Pippi, shut the fuck up stocking <laughs> because she's just always glaring. She's a little like, she's like an HBO character. She looks like a, a mean little Game of Thrones character, you know, go fuck a dragon or, you know, I don't know, do something, have some, in, well, incest isn't so bad, but they, you know, do, do whatever it is you do, climate change, hopefully you drown Greta, Greta Von Fleet, whatever her name is. So you're not, you're not a fan. Why aren't you a fan? I don't understand. She's trying to save the planet. You have, a, you have a young child. Wouldn't you want that to happen? You, you didn't see her doing her speech? She's like creepy. She's like out of a horror movie. Leaders must do something. Why do you just sit there and make empty promises? Shut up. We're getting the gimp. As soon as you turn 18, you're getting the Pence treatment. 
da 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 da. We'll do it in like Swedish. Pulp and pulp and fiction, you know, whatever it is in Swedish, you know, pulp of fiction. Heroin with John Travolta. Pulp and fugin. No, that's actually not the word. You're actually not speaking proper Swedish. Are you sure you speak Swedish? Well, I've I've certainly had enough Swedish blondes uh, on my pipe, on the orange Cheeto, to know that I speak enough. But yeah, no. As soon as Greta von von Fuckface turns eighteen, she's getting a whole lot of lot of pence. I mean, I don't think that's very appropriate, Mr. President. I think she it? well. It's called for... equality. I didn't hear the tech stuff people complaining when I said Pence was going to gimp Adam Schiff at the inauguration. I, excuse me, I said when she's 18. It doesn't we matter. Have, we will have the gimp assault she's not, her. She's not doing anything wrong. She's trying to help people. She's trying to help the planet. I don't well, know why she's being punished. And BGMP, she'll, she'll need a lot of help after BGMP. <laughs> why are you punishing her for trying to do something good? Well, you think it's good. I think what we're doing with America is one of the great things ever done. Until 846, never forget. <laughs> when you say it... it Basically, really I'm going to... You know out. what? I don't even care that she's 16. Basically, anybody that's my enemy right now, we are going to pump Mike Pence so full of margaritas and Viagra and George Michael in his earbuds, he is just going to go on a big gay rampage across this country, assaulting anybody that has ever been an enemy of the president. That guy's dick is going to fall off because it will be punishing so many people. That sounds uh, hilarious and disgusting at the same time. Oh, he's a good Christian. (laughs) It's, It's all for God. Um, Mr. President, let's just talk about the impeachment. I know you're, you're not happy about it, but it was, uh, both articles, um, abuse of power and obstruction of justice. I know you've talked about this in the past, but what do you want to say about this to the people? I had a perfect call with Ukraine, a perfect call. Like literally, if you heard the call, you'd go. I want to hear that call again because it's so perfect. That call is a 10. And like, if you saw this call walking down the street, you'd buy it a drink and eat its ass. It's a 10. It's a perfect call. But they want to say that I did all sorts of things. We were just protecting America and using our great foreign policy to stop corruption, to stop Joe Biden and his son, who's a real loser. And you know what? That's a fake. That's a totally fake charge. And you as don't far think it's an as, abuse of power. No, it's a perfect use of power. It's a great but use. You're, not, of you're doing it for your own gain. Not the I'm country. doing it for America's gain. That's mm-hmm. the difference. You say my gain. I say no pain, no gain bars. <laughs> and then I may. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard that phrase. That's mine. I made that up. And then that's what I would tell my Russian hookers. They'd be crying and going, no, no, no. And I'd go, no pain, no gain. You know, and then I would Bars. I would throw a bunch of hundreds at their face and say, pick that up, Slovenian slut. And then it was all fun and games and we'd have dinner. The the truth is 
the second, so the first one's a total hoax, a total fake bullshit charge. The second one, obstruction of Congress. Well, Congress is, I'm obstructing them from bringing bullshit charges. Okay. So that's what we're doing. And as people might know from Rotten Oranges episode three, I reviewed the the great film or a, a queen and slim. And when the cop goes after them, they shoot the cop. And that's what I was doing with Congress. Congress was coming at me and I said, don't come at me, bro. And I metaphorically shot them by saying, you don't get my witnesses. You don't get my documents because this is a fake investigation and you're terrible people. Now let me introduce you to big gay Mike Pence. Yeah, Mr. President, though, you, you don't let any of your people testify. People have been subpoenaed. Like if I got subpoenaed, I would have to show up to court. Oh, you know what? You're not me. But you're saying you're above the law. Above the law? No, no. Respecting the real law. What real law? If you got a subpoena, you should have to show up to court just like I do. We're both Americans. So when, let me get, so let's talk about this. So when people were slaves in America and the law said they were slaves, you would obviously want to prosecute any slave that ran away. Well, they, okay, now I see you're a very law and order and possibly racist guy. We're not, I'm not even talking about slavery. I'm well, I'm asking about, you. I'm asking you when they had laws saying that I'm slavery not was okay. About, I'm not talking well, about So you won't that. answer my question. You're obstructing nope. a I'm presidential st- question. I'm obstructing So now I think you. you actually see what we're dealing with. You've illustrated <laughs> it by being non-cooperative. How did it feel feel to be obstructed? Who? How did it feel to be obstructed? Did you like it? Believe me, a lot of women have tried to obstruct me, and I say, no obstruction. (laughs) Mr. President, you should have to answer a subpoena. It's a law. Every single person in the country has to answer a subpoena. You're the only person who has not answered a subpoena. And well, anyone on Tunisia. You're doing a pretty good job because nothing's happened. Not yet. Well, that's why you just, what do you, I mean, you just got impeached. Impeached is like, we impeach you. And then I would continue walking around doing what I'm doing, grabbing Ivanka's ass in a parental way, eating a, fast what's a, food, what's a making great way? policies. What's a parental way of grabbing your daughter's ass? You know, just like a good job, kiddo. Okay, that makes sense. Is that a thong? (laughs) Um, No Republicans. Commando. We'll go in commando, I see. Interesting. Very creepy. But no Republicans voted, Mr. President. Well, they they don't. Well, of course, because they are a great party and they are very loyal and they understand that they love America. And I am America, so it's going through. We're doing great things, basically. How many Dems were loyal to you? Well, Tulsi Gabbard, like I said, I think she wants to get the orange Cheeto. And she's not got great skin, but she does look like a real, like, 80s slut villain. You know, <laughs> she does the debates. She's got, like, a sweaty chest. It's like she's begging to have some, some creamsicle on it. I got gotcha. you. Come. I understand what you were talking about. Well, I don't know if you did. Okay. Um, but she now, voted present. She voted present. And I, I texted her and I said, well, I got a present for you. 
Okay. Um, come. I, I I figured it was come again. I just uh, I don't know why you have to tell me every time. It's just weird. Like we're. Well, I, I don't we're tell dying. you every time, but you look confused. So I said, okay, I'll explain. No, I I get it. Uh, well, now you said you know. Now that I've told you, you I say mean, you get it. I mean, the first two times we're. We'll calm, never I, know I, if you I, got I, it because I've, I've already told you. So you could easily be lying, like the Dems. Okay. So now you had a rally earlier tonight in Michigan. A tremendous rally, full of our great MAGA people. You said some. Just I thought it was strange about uh, to Debbie Dingell. She voted for the impeachment. Um, her husband, who was former congressman. He was this like, congressman who did nothing for like 800 years in Michigan. So he dies. And, you know, I give him the great treat, the A-plus treatment. We give him A-plus, okay? It's what's above in, a 4.0. What's included in the A-plus uh, package? We go the flags at half, whatever they call it, halfway mm -hmm. up the pole. That's apparently respectful. Half mass, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Okay. And then... You know, we give them in the rotunda or whatever where people can come by and look at them. We even let Mike Pence embalm them because, you know, you put the tube up the butt. <laughs> Mike Pence, you know, that was kind of a treat for Pence, actually. So he embalmed them. A vice presidential embalming. Probably checked out the goods while he was embalming them, if we're being totally honest about Pence. <laughs> so then when Pence is done with that, uh, necrophiliac, please. <laughs> He, That's awful. Well, That's awful. You're telling me that Pence, that Pence had, had anal sex with a, a, a deceased congressman. I just want to get this straight. Because I think his daughter should know about this. Let's set the record very clear. Okay. <laughs> Mike Pence is one of our great Christian leaders. He is a man of great faith. He doesn't believe in anal sex. He only put it in his mouth. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, it's probably very difficult and probably very dry. I mean, that was probably very uncomfortable. Uh, I don't even want to. Well, okay. you're doing a lot of talk about our great vice president, and it's very disrespectful. So basically, we give him the A-plus treatment. He gets, he gets the flag at half-mast. Mm -hmm. He gets the rotunda. Everybody look at the dead body. Look, we're right. a great person. He gets the Pence embalmment with, the, with one, one last blessing from Father Pence. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we do this. It's very nice. It's very good. I don't really care. I don't need anything. She calls me. She's like, sir, thank you, sir, sir. You're so, sir, sir, thank you, sir, the great sir. You did such a good job, sir, thank you. John is looking down with a smile. Thank you, sir. And, you know, I said, okay, but you know what? At the rally, I said, maybe he's looking up. So he's in hell. That's what you're telling his Well, daughter. when your wife votes for impeachment. Oh, it's, maybe his wife. it's his wife or his daughter? His wife, Debbie. Okay. Debbie does dingle. And... So <laughs> You know, and maybe he's maybe he's you know in hell looking up at his wife doing terrible things. I mean, that, I don't, you think it's appropriate telling this woman that her husband's in hell? 
Oh, I didn't tell the woman. Vote. I told the rally of 10,000 people that that was what was happening. You don't, you, was she there? She was not. She was voting for impeachment. So you know where she's headed. She'll be looking up real soon as well. But not right. before she meets the Pence. Of course. This has become, I know it's your first show, Bill, mm-hmm. but this, uh, I think the fans really like the uh, the new role that Mike Pence has played in our administration <laughs> as kind of a, a sexual enforcer. For Christ, of course, for Christ. He's a great Christian like me. We're great Christian men. <laughs> He's a sexual enforcer. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Uh, for Christ, you, you got to say the for Christ. For Christ, for Christ, for Christ, of course. Uh, Mr. President, you wrote a letter with with Steve Miller uh, to Pelosi. The Joker on a jet yes. airplane. Yes. Jet airliner, actually. It's called Jet Airliner. Okay. Fly like an eagle. Yeah. That, the letter take the was... money and run. Would you take the money and run? Are you getting what I'm doing yet? I see what you're doing, but Steve I'm trying Miller to... Steve had a band. Now he's no, a Nazi I... that works for me, but he had a lot of songs. I, I, <laughs> I see what you were trying to do, but what I'm... Big asking... old jet airliner, throw all the Jews away. That's a, that's a catchy tune. Well, that's the remix that my Steve Miller did. So that's, he's, a, that's he's a creative cool. guy. He's pretty creative. Brilliant. Talented. Talented. I'd say brilliant, but you can downgrade him as talented. Now, this letter, I read it. It sounded like um, like you're in high school and your girlfriend broke up with you and you were going to threaten to do some big things. Excuse me, no girlfriend ever broke up with me. One tried and my father helped bury her in a construction site. Um... All right, that's. Uh, I don't know if you should. We'll really save say that, that for Kwanzaa. Out. We'll save that for the Kwanzaa bonus episode because oh. we got to share a new family tradition. <laughs> the bonus episodes next week, while people are still listening, we got a uh, Kavanaugh episode next next week. We got a legal limit from the Kavanaugh. That's for the Rage and Brett level people and below, and above. Excuse me, and above. And uh, then we're gonna have uh, the day after Christmas. We're gonna post. A very special Kwanzaa episode, Trump Kwanzaa. Yes, it should be good. So also the holidays coming around, patreon.com, MPGA, buy it as a Christmas gift for someone. Treat yourself. Or treat yourself. Why not? Or, make, you know? or just make a donation to the show. Or they can do. just sign up for it. They can, if they, if they want to go the Ivanka level, but they feel like, hey, let's give a little extra because our great president is facing impeachment and we don't want the bonus content to go away. They can do that. They could do that. But my so, letter to Pelosi, who is a big-breasted mess, I know I like the fact that she wears heels. I respect it. She's like 802 years old, but she's still out there with D-cups and high heels. And that is, if I could take that kind of spirit and put it into a 17-year-old girl, <laughs> I would marry that 17-year-old girl with Jeffrey Epstein officiating the wedding. I thought you didn't know him. Who? Jeffrey Epstein. Well, I explained to some tech stuff guy that they, you know, it's a pretty common name. Oh, uh, so it's a, so you're talking about another Jeffrey Epstein just now? Right, not the guy who had all the like, not the guy who did all the illegal things. I'm talking ah. about the wealthy finance guy who had the parties with only legal fifteen year olds. Is that is legal in fifteen 
that doesn't make sense. I don't think legal and 15 ever go together. No, they were all legal 15-year-olds. All right. No, they showed me, a couple of them even showed me their My Little Pony lunchboxes, and I said, well, that's, you know, you wouldn't know My Little Pony unless you were at least 17. Or at least seven, but... Oh. Mr. President, this letter to Pelosi, to your um, D-cups and high heels, um, was it really necessary? It is for history. I want history to be able to see that their president, the great president, Donald Trump, stood up for himself and fought against what was the, the beginning of the destruction of our great democracy. So people would say 846. Never forget. <laughs> they would say 846. Never forget. You remember the letter. Well, no, the letter was yesterday, so that's not the same thing. The letter was anticipating... The tragic moments of 846, never forget. Right. But I'm saying, it, can you stop saying 846, never forget. Please stop saying that. It's, it's making me feel strange because it's, it's, it's creeping me out. 846, uh -huh. it, stop saying never forget. Drop it, please, Mr. President, I'm telling you. All right. Mr. President, the last thing I want to talk to you about besides your love letter, there's a big uh, UFC fighter who is a huge Trump supporter. Wears a love him. He's a great guy. He's one of the great fighters. Great supporter. Colby Covington. Oh. Big, that's his name. That's well, I hope he spells them with K's. He spells them with C's, unfortunately. Uh, we'll see if we can maybe change that. Well, unfortunately, he, he lost this past weekend. He got TKO'd in the fifth well, round. Well, which very tough MAGA white person from America was able to defeat such a great MAGA warrior? It was actually a Nigerian immigrant who actually defeated him. You know what? This is why I wanted to keep them in their huts in their <laughs> shithole countries. Because they come here and they attack out of nowhere. Innocent it, MMA fighters, innocent MAGA MMA fighters get attacked by these crazy blacks from shithole countries. It was a sanctioned got, fight. Excuse me, it's got to stop. We're going to stop it. And you know who I'm going to send in to stop it. Do you think BGMP can take all these UFC fighters? The power of Christ is a powerful weapon. <laughs> uh, well... Mr. President, I know you were a very busy man. We got a busy. Now we got to get ready. We got Christmas. We got Kwanzaa. Okay. Mm -hmm. We got. <coughs> you don't have to say it like that every time. You don't. You can just say Hanukkah. Okay. Well, you're not friends with tough Bibi Netanyahu. So you don't have Jared I Kushner think, in your family. I, think you're I respect the original pronunciations and the great Jewish culture. That's, that's not original. Okay, it's called Kwanzaa, it's called Christmas, and it's called <laughs> Nikah. Okay, that's now I really gave you the old world pronunciation. That's Old Testament style. Uh, I heard a little Shinzo in there. Uh, don't, ever, don't ever bring up his name. You don't have, you are not Shinzo's friend, uh, let alone his best friend. Here's the thing. We've got a busy December for all the gifts and everything, and we're gonna we're gonna have a great holiday Christmas season. Mm -hmm. 
Merry Christmas. You know, you couldn't say it before me. Now we're saying, everybody's saying Merry Christmas again. And then January, we're going to gear up for this great Senate trial where I think you're going to see the Democrats really brought to their knees and destroyed and hopefully many of them murdered. Well, let's not hope murdered, but I wish you luck, Mr. President. Well, you know what? You don't want a revolution. You don't want a war. Nobody likes that. But when our democracy comes under attack by animals like Schiff and Nadler and tits and heels Pelosi, you know what? Sometimes blood's got to be shed and sometimes cum has to be released. And that's where big Mike Pence comes in. The sexual enforcer for Christ. Well, there was a lot of sex talk on this episode. <laughs> I don't know if we can have you back if you're going to steer the conversation in such unfa unfriendly family ways because we're a family show. Of course. You know, we love America. We're good Christians and we want to be sort of a great show for all our people and not just for, you know, the San Francisco Dems, if you know what I mean. Very hedonistic. I understand, Mr. President. But I, I wish I wish you luck in these next coming weeks and happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that good stuff. And um, and that's really it. Oh yeah, also, if you're in Atlantic City at the Borgata, I'll be there Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. That is, uh, I don't have the dates in front of me. But uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, that is... Christmas Eve. It's the 22nd, the 23rd, and the 24th. Yes, thank you. 22nd, 23rd, 24th. It's a good uh, thing you know your dates of your own I, shows. I don't. That's the problem. Um, if you're at the Hard Rock Casino in February, come see Jay at the Borgata in December. <laughs> Unbelievable, this, you know. And we don't need Pence to give you the business. It seems like somebody already gave you the business. Uh, I just don't know the dates, and I'm using my phone as a light here because I'm in the dark because my child is sleeping and he was up late. So um, that's it. I'm sorry. Never again. Never Apology. Uh, thank you. Apology not accepted. <laughs> okay. I appreciate that. Well, uh, here's the thing. Hey, folks. It's JL. Thanks for listening to this episode. This got very, this pushed the limits. This did. I think Trump suggesting that he would have Mike Pence sexually assault Greta Thunberg was probably our lowest moment as a show. Uh, but I stand probably. by it as art because we also, if we're being honest, I think there's a 50-50 chance that Trump could say something like that. And that's my defense to all this is that there's always a 50-50 chance Trump will say something completely offensive and horrific. Um, I have nothing to promote uh, right now. Like I said, we got the Patreon shows next week, a Kavanaugh episode and a Kwanzaa holiday episode. So the Kwanzaa episode will be for everybody that's a Patreon subscriber. So sign up at one of the levels. I think people can attest that the holiday episodes have been more than worth the $3 a month. Um, and then for anybody at the $5 or Ivanka level, you get the next installment of Rage and Brett's The Legal Limit, where he discusses alcohol and um, legal issues and burps a lot into the microphone. <laughs> but I think we should also say uh, a sad, we didn't want to obviously lead with this, but Angelo Lozada, 
who was uh, a very funny comic, a very nice guy. Um, he was on the show probably around April. Um, yeah. And it was, I, I have told people this, this is not me saying this, uh, just to be like kind. That was my favorite episode of our show because I thought he was, he was knowledgeable and quick, but didn't take over the episode. He just kind of had a nice flow to it. He bounced it from a, issue to fun. issue. It was a great episode. It was such a great episode. It was called the Brown Walkers. So if you scroll our iTunes, uh, or, or any of the, you know, any of the, platforms we have that keep all the episodes uh you should give that one a listen if you haven't listened to it before but he died of stomach cancer uh which is it's you know i'm not going to pretend like i was a, a friend but i had met him a few times he was always very nice um he was very funny and he just he was like a good guy that that nobody had a bad word to say about so that's that's sad and we we are thankful that he contributed uh something to this show um For that sure. it still was... made me happy yeah, loved by everyone. He was a mentor to so many young comics. Just, um, yeah, I've, I've done a couple of shows with him, but anyone who ever says you say his name in front of him, they only have great things to say about him. So, um, even Trump couldn't say something bad about him. That's it. Um, so, uh, check out that episode, everyone, and um, have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll see you in a week. Word, God help us all.